0: the Reaper is a truth that you should take to your deathbed.
1: Listen, laugh, and learn what happens.
0: When the only option you have left is to pick truth. Welcome back. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host,
1: Lamont Hearn Jr.
0: And we're here to bring the heat. It's been another week, and I hope everyone is safe wherever you may be in this lovely world. Lamont, how was your past week?
1: Actually, been pretty good. I know this is kind of going to kind of timestamp us, but my favorite NFL team, the Los Angeles Rams, are headed to the Super Bowl uh, to play a local, well, a near local team, the Cincinnati Bengals, who haven't been to the Super Bowl since before I was born. So I'm getting a lot of fandom around me, and I don't really get into it, you know, with the back and forth with people, but it is cool to see everyone so excited. And I'm glad that the snow squall is finally fully behind us. How about yourself?
0: (laughs) That's funny. So we've been dealing with uh, non-COVID sickness. We're in the spin the wheel. Is it COVID? Is it a cold? Is it allergies? Mm. Is it a sinus infection? You tell me. Um, My little was home for the first two days of the week. And I ain't never been so happy to get COVID results back in my life. Mm. Like, oh, you going to school tomorrow? I was so <laughs> happy. I appreciate technology. Um, appreciate all the nurses out there that work hard every day. All the techs, all the doctors. I mean, it has been a brutal two years.
1: Man, shout out to the medical field.
0: Yeah. So appreciate all of what you all do. Um, that'll probably go unsung and uh, for a long, long time. But I was in my car, you know, it, it's freezing outside. And there's a woman outside in a little tent taking in medical information. I'm like, yo, not doing it. Like, you know, I, I'm not doing it. And then, you know, you drive in, you park, you turn your car off, and you got these nurses coming in your car, sticking tubes up your nose. That's weird. That's like, well, Q-tip tube. Uh, lobotomy device, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> right. As they scratch out some of your brain and try to pull it out. I don't understand why you need some of our brain matter, but whatever. <laughs> so shout out to them for real. It, it 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 it's a lot. It's a lot. Oh yeah. Okay. I have a question of the week for you. All right. If you could automatically be an expert at anything, what would it be?
1: Hmm an expert at anything, hmm. computer technology.
0: Mm, and what what kind of form of computer technology?
1: Hmm, let's see. I guess I would say specifically just knowing, uh, just being a master at IT in particular, trying to, hmm, let me see. Since I'm kind of on the spot, I'm kind of trying to get a full detail. It's a very interesting question, but computer technology is the first thing that I popped up in my head. Let me think here. Um, While I ponder on that, do you have an answer?
0: (laughs) I I go back and forth between two things. Probably it would be podcast production. Like I'd be an expert at it, I think. Mm -hmm. Probably that's what I would say. Or a Foley artist or a sound technician. Like I'm just an expert at it. Boom, I can do it all. If I could just wish. The other part would be to be mega rich in the stock. Like I need an expert to know when to hold no when hold on. I know that's poker. <laughs> I know that's poker, but I felt like that was really appropriate. Um, hey, I think but, the ditty yeah, That is what I. But really, it's probably the podcast production expert all the way, all the way around. Well-rounded Foley artist, design, engineering, marketing, all that.
1: So yeah, you want to do the, the whole it. multimedia? Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah. For me, I guess it. I guess it would be like creating presentations and reports, just knowing how to break all that down to like a full degree it's something I can kind of use across all fields, you know, for all different kind of companies, obviously, you know, like you said at first, you know, I think of the idea of maybe just knowing like a, being like a sports almanac, know it all, almost being able to just know sports outcomes, uh, especially for sports. I don't care about like baseball and soccer. I admit I would probably bet on those sports knowing I don't care. And just you know, try to rack up funds, and then try to use it to change some other things around.
0: It's it's, it's an interesting question. So if you're out there in, in Pick Truth Land. You can uh, message us at Pick at Post and let us know if you could have be an expert in anything overnight. What would it be? Or send us uh, send us a message at our Facebook group and let us all know what how you would answer the question of the day. All right, I'm going to go into my first truth, and I want to thank a listener. Um, and this, this actually came from one of our, a friend of the show, Dr. Jessica Vincent. and I think it's kind of a very interesting, so this is actually a, a, almost like a truth in the news, but it's not, so forgive us all. There's a, I'm going to, I'm going to say her name incorrectly because that's what I do, uh, Kiera Sheard. Uh, she made a, a statement of the other days. So I'm going to kind of read the, the, the little um, commentary here. Um, so Kier Sheard is clearing the air and clarifying her comments earlier this week about her preference of friends staying in a hotel versus in the home. Uh, she, versus the home she shares with her husband, um, the daughter of the legendary gospel singer, uh, became a hot topic after sharing advice she received from her mother. As we reported earlier during the interview, this is what Kira said, my mama has already told me, don't have too many people around your house. I don't care how good you trust them or whatever it is. I'm very mindful and careful. I would buy a friend a hotel room before I let them stay at my house. That's her truth. I would buy a friend a hotel room before I let them stay in my house. And, and to give it a little bit of context, I don't know if we can play what, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, can we play what they, we try to play it? Um, to play? I mean, we can
1: since it's not a like song or anything like that.
0: Okay, let's see.
1: Let's see if I can get the Let see.
0: I ongoing group. My mom tells me the same thing. I'm not married. But once you're married, do not let another woman into your household. And I know you have close friends. And you know, we've seen it on TV, reality shows. We've seen it in real life. We've seen it on court shows, talk shows. You let a family member, or close friend, stay at your house for a while. Maybe they you know, need a place to stay and something happens with the husband. Are you mindful of that? Does your mother warn you of that? Like, yeah, I know you have a good heart, sweetie. So that was the guest that was speaking to Kiera. So just for just context, of they were on some type of live together, these, this, these two women. So that's what kind of came out of it. It was, okay. uh, um, don't let your cousin, your friend, nobody stay in the same house that your husband's in. I think that's an interesting truth. So her confession is she'd get her friend, cousin, whoever, mama them, a hotel room before she let them stay at her house. What are
1: your thoughts? Okay. So um, for me, and I appreciate you providing that context. As At first, I was like, this is very random for me, and I don't really have a full understanding. But um, from what I've gathered, the first thing that came to mind for me was a movie from the 90s called Soul Food. I don't know if you remember, in that movie, Cousin Faith was staying with family. And there is a scene later on in the movie where the whole family has gathered together, and they're basically supposed to be having a celebration party. And a character that Vanessa Williams is playing, and and I do apologize for the non-remembering of her her name in the movie, Vanessa Williams' character says, fuck family, because family fucked my husband. And that's the first thing that came to my mind. Now, mind you, (laughs) I was a kid when I saw this movie. Even with seeing that movie, that's the first thing that came to my mind, but I don't necessarily feel like I agree with that sentiment. I don't, I don't take it to be as severe as, as it's coming across. I, I get that there could be something there, but for me itself, it's a poblano. You, your truth could irritate others. To me, it's not that serious. I guess I have to look at it from from the point of view as a man and say, would I have another man living in my house with my wife as they were referencing the opposite in, in their confession? I would obviously have certain rules for anyone who was staying in my house, especially long-term you know, based on how they're keeping things, tidying up after themselves, of course, as them being specifically grown adults. But someone who's staying the night, I i don't know. I don't have that much of a concern. What are your thoughts?
0: What would you rate it? What would your, your rating be for that?
1: Oh, yeah. For me, it was a poblano. Like I said, it could irritate others. Yeah.
0: So this one is weird to me. And mm-hmm. it really makes me ask a thousand and one questions. So I I put myself in the position of I have stayed at a male's best, my best friend's house with his wife there, my husband there. Never in my a million years would I have considered that to be a problem. Or I have had my best friend stay at my house, at my auntie's house around my husband, around my family. I I mean, we we had an auntie living here at one point. My point being, I can't imagine I've got to live a life where I've got to worry about that. Mm-hmm. And I know it happens every day. I'm not naive to it. I get it, but my brain doesn't even work that way. Like my yeah. honestly, it's never. I never thought like I don't know if I want his aunt to move in. He might be trying to fill on our booty. Like if I got to, I know that's real sick. Sorry, sorry. I know. It's just try to be funny. But I'm saying, if I if I had to think like that, I wouldn't be in the relationship. Right. And, and like, okay, well, maybe he's not thinking that way and she seduces him. Well, then let's discuss it when we get there. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm going to say something that people might not agree with. You know, I'm hypervigilant. I know. I know when people, I know. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever say anything. Oh, excuse me. You know what? I take that back because I, I I'm misspeaking. I often feel like I get evidence that leads me to think a thing, and I believe a thing. I can only know it if I see it or hear it personally. Mm-hmm. So I think it and believe that there are behaviors that people do towards others, and I'm thinking. Eh that's a little bit more comfortable than I would have presumed, but it's because I pick up on micro mannerisms, if that makes any yeah.
1: sense. Yeah. No, it makes sense. I get what you're saying.
0: First off, if I, if I got to deal with that, go ahead. and happen. But now I'm thinking about, okay, we just had a squall. Sorry, I just had to do it. We just had a squall. <laughs> what if, like, we had an ice storm? We have a friend who literally lives around the corner. I, really, if we had to. We probably could walk over there in five, ten. minutes. Well, probably ten. I'm happy that probably about ten minutes. We can walk over there. Driving, we can be there in two. What if she was out of power? And I was like, "Well, sounds like a you problem." We're gonna go find a hotel. Like we got all this extra room. We got literally in our basement. got a whole shower. Like she can come down here, set up shop, and not even be bothered with that. With Pharaoh, right. our dog, but but how trifling! If we have it, and there's no like, and, and again, there's no requirement, there's no agreement that we have to do it. There's no agreement that anyone has to let a relative, a friend, or anyone stay at their home. So it, it's right. your choice. It's your thing. I can't understand that when someone's in need, and it's a temporary need. She didn't ask, she's not moving in. She lost electricity because of ice or something. Just saying. Or they're coming for the weekend to visit. And I, or somebody died and you're coming home for a funeral. And I'm like, nah, you can't sit here. Hmm. It, It feels like, what's wrong with you? Right. What's wrong with you that you think everyone is out to get your significant other what makes you think that they're so special? What type of controlling, manipulating, terrible things going on in your head that makes you think everybody wants some of what you got? Nobody else wants that? And maybe they do. And, and, and maybe they do. Maybe there are, there are people out there that want that extra. I get it. This uh... Right, right, right. And I also understand that I don't know other people's rationale. So I'm just making assumptions based on my, my biased opinion that if you can't Have anyone around your significant other, no person of the opposite sex, because you know how they all are, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. You are the problem. You have to go get help. Because how on earth do you go through an entire lifetime without speaking to people of the opposite sex? It's impossible. But if you think everybody, everybody, everybody wanna feel um, on your boots. Everybody <laughs> wants to feel on their booty, and you got to be so overprotective. You can't let Granny come over and stay. Because I, I i beat that bitch ass too. She feel on my baby booty. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. I'm just.
1: My grandma I, catching them hands.
0: So, I, I might oh, make this one maybe jalapeno for me. Mm. Maybe jalapeno. It's because I just feel like. It's it, again, I am being presumptuous that, you know, they're being presumptuous, but it just feels like, yo, what makes you think I want him yeah. or her? Like, why do you think everybody don't? I would let a friend stay at a hotel before I let to stay around my house. And then what kind of men are you picking that you can't keep a, a, a friend can't come to your house? Ugh. Yeah. That's like people check phones. You, if you check a phone, a Facebook, a text, uh, you check any of that shit. You need to check yourself in, because that—that is abusive. It is an invasion of privacy. It is a lack of respect. It is a sign of 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 immaturity, sophomore behavior. It's one of those things. It's a really—it's a classic sign of. of a, a, an emotional abusive relationship classic sign like absolutely because once you violate someone's personal space you you. what else can you violate you cannot violate anything more than their own personal space like it's just one of those things where I, I hope and again everyone has a reason and a rationale and yada 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 but if you don't recognize that your behavior is a problem and you can't Grandmama can't come spend the night. Your, your best friend I here to come. Oh, it's cold out there. You should have. Here's some hotel money. It's just one of those things where you have to really check yourself on the inside. Look at yourself. Figure out what's wrong with you. Because that's hostile. Could you imagine? Like I write my, I have a little diary. I couldn't imagine my husband going through and reading my diary. Unless I said, hey, husband, you have permission to go through and read my diary. It's one of those things where if, if it's something that you need to know, I would tell you. If it's not for you, it's not for you. You know, and I, I couldn't imagine, like, just get, going through his phone. Like, what the fuck am I going through your phone for? What is wrong with me that I need to go through his phone? What am I looking for? Why am I looking for something? Uh, that that's 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 my humble opinion. But it uh, probably jalapeno it's this your house, it's your it's your husband. You ain't gotta let granny stay or auntie stay or uncle stay. And then what what if your husband was by? Hmm. Can't nobody come over? Now he can't have friends? Now nah, you no, can't ain't have nobody poker be, night. Saying. be no you can't have poker night.
1: I'm not fooling with don't you. Don't be there. I'm not fooling with you. There I'm there. just there ain't saying they number stuffed animals there.
0: Yeah, I think that's all I got. Well, anything else for me, anything <laughs> that's on this truth. Or my will my soapbox. I'm gonna get off of it. <laughs> God damn.
1: No, so I wonder because, you know, based on her based on her mom and everything else, I wonder if this comes from like potentially like an old school way of thinking and potentially even something that comes from like a certain religious background thought process, just based on the information mm-hmm. and based on, you know, who her mother is. Um not this I mean, because, yeah, you know... I mean,
0: but what old-school way of thinking would that be? Because if you think about it, when black, when black people were dispersed in the United States, and they had to travel up north to get even a fighting chance, staying with people along the way, it, I mean, that was just required.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So
0: it, it, and it could just become from a, a history of hurt. Yeah. And, and, and you know... So movie moment number two, that golden age, that, that age where their grandmama and granddaddy stay together the whole time, and you know, but really granddaddy got a whole family four blocks around the corner mm-hmm. and he's, everyone thinks everything is good, but really granddaddy ain't shit. I'm just saying that happens a lot. Granddaddy got a couple of generations of children. Grandmama, too, because people stayed together because it was convenient or it was physically responsible. Mm-hmm. I think that we idealize those times, not really looking at it in its full landscape. Women couldn't even open up their own bank accounts until the 70s. Couldn't I could not have my own bank account until the 70s that keep me in a marriage real quick. Yeah. Some of the things that prevented women from having a level of independence is gone. So so I imagine there are generations of women who had men who weren't ish and and would do any and everything. And there are some now who you know who they are in the family who do stuff and Mm y'all act like they don't know that they do it. And then you don't say nothing when it's all out in the open because you don't say nothing. That's a, that's a problem in our community. So yeah. I can get it. If she built this, this idea on a foundation of trauma because mm-hmm. her mama didn't keep men around, you know, she couldn't have nobody around because, you know, all her cousins was hookers. And then her grandmama didn't have nobody around because, you know, her sister was a skank. And then her, Greg, you know, like it could just be, that's just, we don't, we don't let women around because everybody's a floozy. I like, I like how like every time, every iteration got it. Yeah. Up. I was noticing
1: you kept, you know, getting a little further back and, you know, I was just, waiting like, to see how you, where you go. Yeah. I was waiting for it.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't know where to fall that Where to Trollope would fall back.
1: Does Trollope come before floozy? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know.
0: But okay. Nonetheless.
1: It's okay. Yeah.
0: But I'll I'll pass
1: it on over to you. What is your truth for this week? All right. My truth for this week is titled I scream at children every day. I am a terrible teacher. I am a terrible teacher and I'm losing faith that I'll get better. I scream at my students to shut up and sit down. It doesn't work, but neither does anything else. The only thing they are learning is to be afraid of school and of me. I bullshit their grades. When there's a scary teacher in the room, they learn and I can teach, but it all falls apart the second I'm alone. I know I'm scarring these kids emotionally. I'm also unfireable because there's such a s- severe shortage of teachers.
0: Wow. That's scary. That's frightening. Wow. I wonder what, did she say what grade it was?
1: No, no. And funny enough, they don't even say if it's a a she or not, but they don't specify the age of the kids, the sex of the teacher. Many of it, they just talk about when a scary teacher's in the room, they can, the kids learn and they can teach, but it all falls apart the second that the teacher's alone.
0: I say. So what I hear in that statement is that she doesn't have a command of her classroom Mm. and not necessarily a scary teacher, but one that requires or demands respect and mm-hmm. yelling at children is not one, a way to convince them to respect you. And if they're having a teacher shortage, I wonder if they're in like a Title I school, which you know usually means there's some impoverishment or some socioeconomic issues. I think I'm saying that right if I'm wrong. Write into the show at, at post.com and let me know. But I think that that's appalling. I, and it's giving me a mixed review. I want you to be able to be honest and be truthful, and get the hell out. Like I want you to go tell everybody so they can get you out of there. But if we think about self preservation, self preservation, I wouldn't tell anyone. This Mm. one's a Reaper for me. This one uh, is—you take that to your deathbed. Not only are you doing it, and you're literally saying you can't, you're not capable of doing your job, Mm. and and you're scarring children. What what? Just suck it up and I can't do this. Everybody's hiring. Don't go damaged. And, and, and one of the things that makes me think it's a it's a elementary or early school, like kindergarten or first grade mm-hmm. um, because like ruining school. And usually, you know, that's when you kind of establish that by the third grade. Oh, and I've learned something cool. My husband told me this. I got mad at him because I'm like, yo, I never knew this. The third grade is critical for african-american uh, male students third grade and writing into pick truth mail at post.com if i'm saying this incorrectly <laughs> sorry if this thought that'd be funny african-american males at the third grade is the turning point for their education so it it uh, sets their trajectory for their educational i guess their ed, not their uh, ability but like their their um uh, engagement for school
1: so like their and scope community. and their view I, of it
0: I think I'm saying that right, but I know it was third grade, and I was like, I had never heard this information before. And so, my husband is a doctor. He did a um, study on um, retention of uh, a men of color in um, a specific uh, secular, a specific type of school. So, retention and 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 making sure that there's an environment that allows inclusivity and engagement for students is at the center point of his profession. And we have two brown boys we're raising. And to know that third grade is, that's it. That's when these first few years, but when it gets to that third grade, ensuring that we make every avenue that we can so that school and education become things that are a desire and not something that's forced upon them that makes them feel like it's they want to navigate away from it as opposed to lean into it. Because hmm. if you become a lifelong learner, there's nothing you can't do. Period. There's nothing you can't do if you decide that you're going to be a lifelong learner. So instead of getting on another soapbox, I will say she's a briefer. And for self-preservation, don't tell anybody this because I want to call your name but the other side of me is, if this is your truth, you might want just just to try to find another profession. Go find someplace else where you feel like you have that security that you need. Ask for help. Go get a mentor. Say, hey, I need help because I, I, how do I do this? If you if you kind of sound like a new teacher, there's nothing wrong with not having the answers your first day. How would you You never experienced it before? All right. There there's a reason why experience matters. There, there, being a practitioner of the things that you learn. So yeah, I'm a doctor, I'm a doctor in the business administration. So I'm an academic, but I'm also a practitioner. Almost two decades in the field experience with managing organizations and understanding flows and et cetera, et cetera, and all the other different stuff. And I think my whole point even saying that it's it's just it's if this is not your craft, if this is not what you're supposed to do, and this is not where you're happy, you're damaging yourself and you're damaging students. Mm. Stop it. Go find someplace elsewhere. you can get what you need or ask for help and, and grow and learn. I'm the lifelong learner. I'm always gonna be learning something until my brain won't let me. And it's okay not to know the answer as long as you go seek it and try to figure out. So yeah, you sound like a really terrible, piece of work but I'm judging you from this one thing you might have an entire life that's amazing and you do wonderful things and this is not your gift so yeah I'm being judgy because if you had my baby I'd be sick to my stomach I'm like that's oh, private school it is but I have that option most people don't but that's that's my my stance on it what did you rate it
1: honestly I echo your sentiments a lot in this as I also have young children as well and i kind of read it that these were younger children at least elementary uh, level uh, just based on just the response it's it's tough for me because i i can i can sympathize with the idea that kids are not easy i completely understand that but to the point that you are yelling and scarring kids is as i've said before a bridge too far it's just too much because at that point it's not even you're not even getting across any type of resolution or anything like that with the child it's just creating a either a defense mechanism or another reason to act out or something that may manifest itself later negatively in that kid and that for me is just very scary because it's not now just you having an issue it's a compounding issue that depending on how these kids you know take that in could you know resonate with some, and or not even just resonate, but just affect so many others. So for me, it's just bad all around. Um, it is a reaper um, based on our scale. We, we do say take it to your deathbed, but also, I also want to go to Thai Chili because I am judging you. And I understand we all have hardships. I completely understand that. But like you said, maybe this isn't the field for you. Maybe you need to go work with hardened criminals or go through therapy. That was a joke. That was a joke for anyone who caught the joke. I appreciate it. And for those who didn't.
0: Go be a CEO. Go be a CO <laughs> instead of a teacher.
1: Right. You know, it might it might be more your career path. But yeah, it, it was a it was a heavy one because yeah. it just made me think of kids. Go ahead. I was
0: going to say, kids can't yell back. Mm. Yeah, she was very powerful when it's a child. What's yelling yeah. at me? Right. But I, I'm sure I've gotten that sentiment said about me before when people misunderstand my passion, like, especially if you, if, if I'm about to go off on a tangent, just, me and Lamont's warm up. If, I'm just now getting warmed up now, I feel like, but, but yeah, go ahead. I'm
1: sorry. No, 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 you're fine. Um, no, that's kind of it for me. I, I, For me, I think it is definitely a reaper. It's a lot to that, and I hope this person can find a different avenue to use their skill set and just, you know, not, have this kind of effect on kids.
0: I have to agree. I have to agree. All right. Well, I think it does it for this episode of Pick Truth. If you haven't done so already, message us your truth at BigTruthMail at Post.com and tell us uh, what you like about the show, what you want to hear in the show. And also join our Facebook group. You can find us there at Pick Truth.
1: Oh yeah. And don't forget to rate and review us wherever you subscribe. We are also on YouTube as well. We have audio versions of the show there as well.
0: All right. Catch you next time.
1: Later. We can't pick truth without you.
0: Send us your truths at picktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat.